Happy Thoughts, the storytime podcast with great music. I'm your host, Joey Brovant, and each week I'll be joined by a fellow Piedmont student to hear a story of theirs and reflect on it. This week, my guest is none other than my good friend, Sammy Carvalho, a sophomore graphic design major, which I just love. One of the many talents, I think, of the new age that is underappreciated still um, and just is so useful. Sammy, how you doing? I'm good, Joey. How are you? I'm Pretty good myself, um, you know, capstones and tough, but uh, let's get into some music here first, and then we can kind of get into this. We've got a really good story time. Sammy's going to share a little of her love life with us, of her um, kind of coming into college, but let's kick it to some Miley Cyrus. This is Heart of Glass.
And we are back with Sammy. Sammy, how you doing? Doing good. Um, you've got an actually very interesting story to share with us today. Um, I'm excited. So let's just <laughs> hop right into it. You can start us off. Set the scene for us. Okay. Um, so I'll kind of like date this back to before I actually got into college. Yeah, which was you were class of... Uh, uh, 2019. Yeah, 2019. So... Um, it's probably towards, like, the end of the, like, second semester, and, like, <clears throat> sorry, and, like, 
I had just gotten out of this super long relationship. That's a whole other thing. I'm not going to get into that. But um, it was bad, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like kind of. It was kind of messy falling out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not the total, but you know. Yeah, I mean, the like, ending can sometimes flutter those memories. Oh yeah. So wait, like a couple months, like after all of that happened, I met this new guy. Um, he was a year younger than me. Um, now the thing about dating younger people is you have to like realize, and I think it's something that girls don't always realize. It's like you're dating someone in a younger mindset, especially being in high school. It's a whole other thing. Like oh, yeah. in college, oh, yeah. it's a little different because like you're expected to be like grownups, but in mm. high school, like it's a whole other thing. And it's yeah, it's definitely especially when you're the first one of the relationship, and I think it could go on either side too. It's I think um, ha- being the older female moving on to. But when you're when one of them when the first one goes off to college, that's a stepping point. You know that is a life changing kind of thing. Getting your bearings, like you won't you don't have even though you've got all this new free time, you've got all this new freedoms and everything. You don't have that necessarily time to give to to your significant other because they're still doing you know they're doing that high school stuff. But you've now got to give all your time to these new people you're meeting. So many different entities now that you're spreading yourself out you know mm. it's definitely weird i feel i i, I wasn't in that situation i haven't been in that situation but i could see um how that would be tough yeah it's it's yeah it's kind of it's <laughs> interesting it's tough and it's it's also interesting me like being the more experienced more like well knowledge like i've I've seen like the dark ends of the world mm-hmm. in a relationship, out of relationships, and like this person I was with, like was so unexperienced, like with the whole world as an adult, and yeah. it was just a whole other thing. Basically, like it was me teaching him what life was about and like how you should like view life and everything. I'll call him Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call him Bob. So we um, like the name Bob. <laughs> yeah, it's it's classic. Good old Bob. Anyway, so we um, started talking a little bit. He was on the cross-country and track team with me, so it's not like we were strangers, like we were friends. Um, And then we really got to know each other. And then, you know, one thing led to another. Like, we ended up um, dating um, around closer towards my graduation date, which, like, sucked for him because this was Oh, that's when you guys started dating. Like, Like a month prior to that. Wow, okay. Yeah, okay. so it's like he had a month to like prepare for me to graduate like high school and yeah. go to college and like move on in life without him, which is like That's a transition period. No, yeah, you're not a free woman in that time. You, no, yeah. You've got things to do in your life. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he's got to recognize that too though. You know, that is not a one-way thing. That's not just Yeah. You've got things going on in your life. He's got to it's a huge reason why we didn't work out. Yeah. Is because of, like, he didn't recognize those things and he wasn't willing to, you know? Mm-hmm. He was a little selfish in that sense. Yeah. But we'll touch on that, like, in yeah. a couple minutes. He's the, he's, he's the one batting out of his field. He's the one he's the one jumping leagues trying oh to get yeah. an older girl. Like, no, he's got to sure. recognize older women don't play like that. For sure. And so we pretty much, after I graduated um, high school, he and I spent, like, every waking moment together like because over the summer yeah and like Mm. my mom would give me a hard time about it too because i would waitress and then to go see him if i wasn't waitressing i was running or i was doing this etc etc and my mom was just like i never see you like (laughs) what's up and i was just like well 
Bob and I are spending all this time together because, you know, when I go to college, we won't be able to see each other as much. And she's like, I mean, like, I understand, but, like, I'm your mom. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. And the, and the big thing about that, too, I, that kind of opens it up a little bit more. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, when you that's, – that's where you can get that kind of um, unhealthy amount of, of love oh, in a relationship. Yeah, like, it, or an, or yeah. And especially unequal love because people are going to react differently when you spend an – you know, when you spend that amount, when you start like increasing how much time you spend together with someone you have strong feelings for, you're going to go one way or the other, you know, like you're not going to feel the same way after, in, you know, spending double the amount of time you've ever spent together in such a concise period. So I can definitely, I can see that. I can see yeah. that being sort of an issue, but I mean, it's like, it's like what more could you ask for? Yeah. I mean, like being joined at the hip is like, it doesn't seem like it's a toxic thing, but as, yeah. as you get older, especially now that, like, I'm, like, 20 years old, I'm, like, that is, like, a bad thing because you guys can't be, like, individuals, you mm -hmm. know? And he felt like he needed to spend every waking moment with me um, yeah. because um, at one point he was just not going to have me around. Like, we went to the same high school and everything, so he was used to seeing me all the time from mm -hmm. the beginning of the day to at the end of the day, like, very end of the day after practice like track practice which goes on for like two hours yeah so it was like a huge transition um and then like i moved in like a couple months passed by and like i moved into college and um it was like a really like depressing day for us both like very emotional Aww. and it sucks but um you know like i would say the first couple weeks were pretty rough for me i had kept like telling my parents I just want to like go somewhere else like somewhere closer and then my parents are like you know I feel like the only reason why you want to go to school closer is so that way you can be with Bob and I'm like well no no like <laughs> it's not Bob no don't like no I was just denying it and denying it to myself too I was just so blinded by like yeah by his like ways I guess that he made me think that um you know I was just not happy at school and then my dad was like I'm going to give you six weeks. You're not going to talk about leaving this school for six weeks. And by the end of these six weeks, I guarantee your opinions about college, especially Piedmont, are going to change. Oh, I like and that. And then I was, like, I was like, six weeks? <laughs> and then he was like, you can't see Bob for six weeks. I was like, six weeks? No I kidding. I can't see Bob for six weeks. Putting down the yeah. child lock on yeah. the windows. I like that play by your dad because... It is true. You, I mean, I felt the same way when I got dropped out of college. Um, instantly, when my parents and brother left, I mean, like heart sank to my butt. Like yeah. I just felt like I was so alone in that moment. Because it is, you know, it's super surreal, and you don't realize it until you really think, "Hey, I'm about to be in this place with nobody I know." Um, and you know, screw if you come with someone from your school or whatever. But like, you know, if you don't, like. You and I did. You, no, you didn't come with anyone, right? So you kind of like knew, knew? No, I came into Piedmont with literally two people I know from my high school. One is a lacrosse oh. player and one plays softball, but like, you don't I like don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. them. Like, okay. they <laughs> just, we just all knew we were going to yeah. college. We're not like friends or anything. Mm -hmm. Like, they all got their own lives. So it's. Yeah. But yeah, like that feeling of like, I'm definitely, like, I have no one to immediately turn to. Like, I. And it's more of that face-to-face -face interaction. Like, I can't go to someone that I have built, that I already have a rapport with, and just, like, explode or, like, 
like let everything out like oh i hate all my new classes i feel so weird at this new school this new place like there's no one there um so yeah it's real surreal yeah um so when my dad told me i couldn't uh see bob for six weeks i was just like fighting with my mom i'm like mom like this is ridiculous (laughs) i can't believe this mom and like me being like 18 you know like of course i'm still kind of like bratty so um, uh, my mom convinced him to take it back to four weeks. And I was like, okay, four weeks is way better than six weeks. I'll take it. Fine. Got to take that deal. We didn't, deal right there. Yeah, we didn't see each other for a month. Like, we would pretty much our way around that was just after practice or after I would get out of um, the trainers with Mario, um, I would call. Did you let him know that your dad had laid oh down my the God, law yeah. for the four-week ban? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> When did he take it well? No, he didn't. Oh my gosh, he I like was so either. mad. He got so mad at my dad, and he's like, "I don't get why your parents are so against me." And I was like, "Well, you know, not gonna lie, my parents liked my last boyfriend a lot more than they like you." Yeah, not gonna lie, but it, that's because like he and I were together for so long. And Logan, or not Logan, sorry, Bob. Bob. No, <laughs> I kind of ruined that. the whole thing. I was it's gonna okay. say, how are you gonna fix this? <laughs> it's okay. We'll still use Bob. Yeah, I like Bob. I like. Bob. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> it's all right. So, Bob. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I am keeping that. That's, that's a highlight. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Bob was, like, so angry, like, with my with my dad. And so, he would, I guess, take his anger out on me a lot. Like, you know how when. No, yeah. I so guess he was, like, shooting the messenger in a sense. You know, yeah. that's who I was. I'm, I was the middleman. I am. I mean, I not in that certain scenario, but I do get like that too, and it's so uh, subconscious. But like sometimes I'll take out anger from other areas, like on my girlfriend. Um, not in any way like so horrible, but just in a minute you're in like a bad yeah. mood for like not what they're doing, but just like the things going on. You're just like, why? Yeah. You know, can't be helped. Yeah, but 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 it's a terrible trait, you know, and and recognize like I recognize it now, so. When you do recognize it and you try to work on it, like at least I can like stop myself. Like, okay, okay, I'm I'm getting mad for nothing. Like I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing the most, and I need to be doing the least. Um, but yeah, I could I could see him getting mad. I would get mad, but only because, um, only because I know who my girlfriend's dad is, and I, I would be just pissed that he would make a rule like that because like, I'd be like, he's doing it, he's doing it despite me. Oh like, yeah. He's doing it because he hates me. No, yeah. See, that's how that's how Bob felt. Yeah. All, as well, because when Bob and I first started dating, my dad, like, he works at my high school. He's like the Spanish for natives um, teacher. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool spot. I actually do like that. Yeah. That title. My and so like my dad would see us and together all the time, and it would make him mad. Like he felt bad, so bad for my ex boyfriend because he's like, he's already like talking to Bob over <laughs> here. Like, who is Bob? Like. I love that. He, so your dad's <laughs> the kind of dad that's like he roots for the the potential son-in-law prospects yeah he's got his favorites yeah no for sure um dang i wish we could have kept barry <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah barry had all the statistics my, I both like. of my parents are like that too like i remember when i was like graduating i had a graduation party and my parents like <laughs> gave my like my ex-boyfriend at the time an invitation to my graduation oh party oh my god and, that's like, just embarrassing and like i <laughs> My like my coach at the time, um, for track, he was aware of the whole situation. He's not that much older um mm. than you are. He's like like twenty six, like 
that's not, oh, wow. that's not a huge age gap. Yeah, that's not. So he was aware of the whole situation going on because I would vent to him a lot about everything. And um, I had the invitation in my hand, and my parents wrote my ex-boyfriend a check, like a $100 check, for just as a graduation wow. gift. And I knew what was in the envelope, but I could not for the life of me give it to him at regionals because I was like, it's regionals. Oh, you, they had you be the messenger with the, yes! with the money. Yes, they made me. Oh, that's weird. It that's was weird. so messed up. It that made me so uncomfortable. Weird. So I just gave it to my coach, and I was like, coach, please take care of this. Please, <laughs> for the love of If you want me to run a good race, do this for me. And he's like, fine. So he snatches it from my hand, and he marches over there and gives it to him. And he's like, it wasn't that big of a deal. He said, thanks. And then oh, my mom texted weird. me. Yeah. <laughs> my mom texted me later and she's just like oh will said thanks for the gift and i'm like he said no <laughs> oh yeah he said his name your mom they're uh, they're yeah. going out for wine later like. oh my god yeah it was i was like an invitation to my graduation party like, <laughs> like that's you a little should, too weird i feel i think that's one of those acceptable moments where you can say to your parents if you like him so much why don't you date him yeah it <laughs> It was a whole other thing, but because my parents liked um, my ex-boyfriend so much, it made Bob like so like against them. Yeah, like, I guess they would butt heads a lot, but through me. So whenever I would be like, "Hey, like my dad said, this isn't cool," like Bob would just practically like verbally beat me up, and it it sucked. It would happen a lot too. Yeah, it's I will say it's a tough spot. Being the boyfriend and like kind of getting the getting thrown under the bus by the by the by the parents just immediately like I get that, but um you got to take the punches you know what I mean like it's it's not you're not dating the parents you're dating you're dating the daughter uh, you know like at, at a certain point you have to realize like I'm taking these punches on purpose like I'm <laughs> like I'm not trying yeah. I'm not trying to like I mean I'm t you know you're trying to put yourself in a better light but you're not. You know, you're not necessarily trying to impress the parents, um, obviously, unless you need to. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you know, I, I feel like when people get get mad about, especially I feel like Bob going with the strategy of being mad about them being mad or not even being mad at him, just like, you know, making it harder for him to get in their good side, which is fine. Like, that's what parents do. Yeah. You know, maybe they don't do it as, you know, they are unfair. They're unfair judges. So they'll mm -hmm. definitely have their favorite. They'll have their ringers. But that's just because you're the real ringer, so they want you to end up with, you know, who they think is best. But obviously it's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to go to some music. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. <laughs> um, I just want us to get to a nice stopping point here. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Selfish by Kid Leroy. Enjoy. You know what you did to me I'm grateful for what you did for me You show me that you ain't shit And these bitches is dangerous Now I do them just how you did to me And I know you see the pain in my eyes Every secret and lie Got a reason to cry before I sleep at night I need my peace of mind I see you fine But I'm far from that soul Now I'ma be savage But you made it happen And you made it happen Getting down 
instead we turn into ashes burning and crashing why can't i get past it why can't i get past that you change up the best one i just feel sorry for my next one cause i'ma be selfish i'm gonna be selfish and no one can change Now I'm up in LA, I'm with a bitch from the bay I'm telling her that I love her, but my feelings will fade Because I find another and I'll tell her the same Knowing that I don't mean the thing I say Now I'ma be savage, but you made it happen And you made it happen Getting down, I wonder what happened I thought we would last, that we turn into ashes Burning and crashing Why can't I get past it? Why can't I get past it? Damn, girl, you changed up the best one. I just feel sorry for my next one. Cause I'ma be selfish. I'm gonna be selfish. And no one can change my mind.
And we are back with Sammy, the graphic design major, telling us a little about her love life. Let's hop back into this story. Um, so we're in this four-week break kind of timeline, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The four, the, uh, or I would like to call it Bob's dark days. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. His darkest days. Or even just Bob's downfall. Oh, <laughs> for sure. So during this four-week um, break of just not seeing each other, um, we would like text, like call a lot um, whenever we had the free time. But um, so um, this is where I started to really come out of my shell and actually like engage in the college experience, which was what my dad wanted. And that's when um, I had met um, Luis and Luis was roommates with you. Yeah. And with Garrett and Nathan. He, he was your uh, sale guy. Right? Or no, he wasn't. But he was one no, of them. No, he was definitely my first choice to be my sale navigator. And to this day, we argue about it. But we didn't get paired up. I guess it was like a gender thing, which yeah. is fine. Like, I understand. And the sale program is, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the, it's um for incoming freshmen yes. to kind of get a vibe of Piedmont and the surrounding area before yeah. school starts, right? And just, I guess, have an opportunity to make friends prior or just also do mm. like, oh yeah, yeah, get yeah. a sense of what college is like and other and base it off of other people's college yeah. experiences at Piedmont, which is cool. Um, yeah, very cool. I actually think that's a very cool thing. Yeah, so I met Luis, and then Luis introduced me to you and Garrett and Nathan, and then I started hanging out with you guys all the time. One, because your dorm was so nice. Yeah, yeah, so we, did have nice. it, we did have it switched back then. The switch was so nice. In an actual living room, and no COVID Oh yeah, <laughs> at no the time. Oops. For, yeah, and we, I would come over, I would do homework, we would play Smash, whatever. Um, pretty much any excuse for me to not be in my room, like confided in four walls. Yeah. So, um, the more time I spent with you guys, though, the more Bob and I fought because I started to like back off a little bit on how much of a like how much attention I was giving him, and he hated it because he was just like, "What happened to like all of, like all of this like calling? I wanted you to call me at this time, not this time." Like, he was pretty much like breathing down my neck all the time. Or yeah. he had like my tracker, and he would locate me. He's like, "You're still at Ipswich." Why aren't you in your room? You normally be in your room calling oh, me by I now. I hate that. Yeah, it is crazy. I actually really hate the Find My Friends app, even though it's super. It's yeah. got a great use, and it obviously makes a lot of sense. Like it would be very helpful in a lot of situations that are dangerous and stuff. But I hate the idea of it in regular, practical to everyday use. I mean, yeah. you should not need to know where your friends are at all times, yeah. or your loved ones. Even you it's know, a little, I don't want to know where my mom is at three p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but I think like 
Bob tracking me, especially our relationship still being like so new, it was crossing a line. Oh, and 100%. I just like kind of my mistake was just letting that happen and being okay with that. Yeah. Um, I should have put my foot down when he suggested it. Um, but I, I didn't really see that as a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> I was and like, well, whatever. and what I'll say about that too is because from my perspective, just getting to know you, um, because I did, I mean, not not immediate, actually, not even probably in the first month of knowing you didn't like reveal your relationship tr- woes yet but um when you did kind of just kind of key us in a little bit to what was going on when it was like right before it got crazy or anything um or garrett would key me in on a couple of things because you guys were getting super close yeah. right at the beginning um yeah we were also teammates so that yeah. was another reason why we were getting so close so fast. well yeah, yeah yeah exactly you guys were seeing every every day at practice um hanging out in the rooms and stuff yeah but even just like um yeah, hearing it from that perspective, I was under the impression that you guys t- were together way longer than you actually were. That's no. where now I'm seeing, yeah, red, yeah, now I see it. <laughs> now I see that being a major problem because, sure, you're together two years. Maybe you have the right to be a little more suspect, you know, you know, especially if you haven't had to deal with distance before. You know, yeah. you got to deal with those kind of woes. Be, be kind of be kind of okay with the craziness for a little bit but yeah i mean what's that that's four months is that yeah four like, months together like four to six something nonsensical like that. nonsensical yeah. for crazy. him to be up in your business like that yeah and um that's also like the more i started spending time with you guys and the closer i got with you guys the further i got away from him not just not because like i didn't want to talk to him or anything it was just because like i was trying to find my way in college yeah. i was I mean, trying y- to find my place you had yeah you hadn't found your group yet i mean no. at that you joined the team at a terrible time too i mean oh my gosh, yeah. i mean we were just we had just lost so many um so many respectable seniors and so many like upper class that people loved having around so many good teammates too and, and like group coach. bonders you know the team started becoming so flaky and like and i wasn't even on it at this point too you know you lost me <laughs> but um <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, like the team was so flaky in the sense that, like, it was even the team was getting clicky. You know, like the team would break off, and it's the, oh, you yeah. mean even the girls' team. I mean, you, oh, I remember sure. hearing some of that beef, and I mean, you guys were in like four different posses. <laughs> <laughs> it, that was a whole other thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess during this time is where more of his, I guess, abusive qualities started to peak, and the more manipulative and abusive he got. Because he just would be, I guess, so upset with me all the time over, like, small things. I guess maybe just, like, miscommunication about where it was and, like, um, this, that, this, that. And so I guess it got to a point where I couldn't really hide that anymore, like, how upset I would be all the time. There had been moments where we would be hanging out, and then I'd get a phone call. I'd have to leave the room. I'd be gone for, like, 45 minutes. You'd be gone for hot minutes at a time. I would come back, like, I look like I had just seen a ghost or, like, I would be in tears because yeah. that's how our conversations always went. I would never look forward to any phone call anymore with him because it always just would end up in a fight um, about the same thing, about yeah. me moving on in life without him, and he hated that, and he didn't. he wanted to find a way to stop that from happening. Yeah, he's trying to rein you in. He was trying to like at hold on to the reins. First time of of feeling freedom and like yeah, getting yeah. to actually enjoy it, not like the scarce, not like the scarcities of freedom where 
you know, ooh, I don't know anybody, or ooh, like, I don't know what to do with all this time, you know, like, I don't, there's nothing to do up here in, the, you know, North Georgia. Yeah. So, you know, now you finally, what's happening? Boom, I got people that care about me right next to me now. Boom, I got all these, I got all the, all, I'm, I'm starting to learn my teammates, I'm starting to get into the groove with running. Boom, I'm starting to get into my, my classes. Mm-hmm. You don't need, you know, you don't need a four-month relationship. Not, not, not only bringing you down, but trying to trying to corral you into something you were when you're becoming something yeah. new you know he was like he was abusive in a lot of ways um especially like after the four-week period i'll get into that um in a minute but um i guess the more time i spent with garrett um so wait so that was all in the four-week period yeah wow it happened really quick. was bob's dark days quick. <laughs> maybe even that i mean that was a I mean, I guess more for you, but I mean, I know we had all our, we all had kind of dark days that 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 semester. But but um, yeah, crazy. He really blew it. (laughs) He really blew it. So the more time I spent with Garrett, whether it was at practice or just hanging out together in the room or whatever, he kind of pulled me aside and just be like, I noticed like you're so down all the time. Like, what's going on? And like, I started to open up to him about it and. He was actually the person that made me realize, like, this is abuse. You're being abused. You should not be treated the way you're being treated. It's affecting your daily life now, and yeah. that has to change. And I was kind of taken back because I didn't think Garrett had cared about me in that way. You know, I just thought we were really like good friends, like whatever. Yeah, Garrett don't go deep like that too no, often. No, never. So when he does, it. So it when really he did that, it like kind of like caught me off guard, and I was like. What does that mean? Yeah. Um, like, okay. <laughs> and then um, four-week period goes by, and then Bob comes to visit, and um, Bob and I are fighting. I'm just not happy anymore, and he can tell, but he's trying to fix it. Like, he's he knows what he has he been Bob doing. the Builder. Yeah. <laughs> he he knows what he has been doing to me is, like, wrong, and he just, like, doesn't know how to fix it. So he would just fight with me instead. Yeah. And that when he uh, when I remember hearing um I think from you, you this was around the around the end of the four weeks you kind of started opening up to the group we, the family started to blossom real strong at that time too mm-hmm. so you kind of telling us a little bit on like you know family nights but I remember um wait, wouldn't he and you can correct me if I'm wrong but wouldn't he like try to backtrack every once in a while and be like oh no I agree with you and then when when you do just, or in his eyes, like slip up once, he'd immediately go back to just blasting you. Yes, again. all the time. That is manipulate. Yeah, that is. It would go good, and then by the end of the day, I was going bad again, and then go good at the beginning of the day, bad again. That was my daily life Dang. in those four weeks. And that, and I lo- and it's, and I mean, you're constant. Like you're constant, Hoy. You've g- you're giving off, your, you're giving off a consistent mo- emotional level, and it's just him flip-flopping on you yeah, and that's and that that's would make me flip-flop exactly exactly like that is that is day ruining week yeah. ruining i mean people don't understand that like if you're going off on someone and you love them i don't care how strong your feelings are you got to understand that there are going to be things you say and do that that are just going to throw them off for days i mean really hurt and affect people you th- you care about i mean i mean if you're not going to fight about it in person and in the fight at the same time then you must not care about the person that you're talking to because right. you're just ruining day after day after day with no recovery, no resolution. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, after the four-week period, we started seeing each other, and then this is where he started to get like physical, like physically abusive. And you know, like he wouldn't try to hit me per se. Let's like let's set a scene. We would be in his car fighting about something, and he wouldn't he wouldn't like aim at me. He would aim behind me. So it's like he was trying to scare me, like into like stop like to stop talking or to just shut up he would just swing his fist and he'll hit his door panel but it's like right by my head so like wow that is some yeah it was so messed up and it was just a scare tactic to just just to make me stop fighting and just to give in to that no that's one of those i mean that's that's like a breaking point i mean you see that yeah kind of stuff i know i mean i'm sure he was because, I mean, at this point, you've already lost that type of respect for him that you originally yeah. had. So, like, you were definitely not in it as much as him, as much as he is. Especially now you've, like, grown these four weeks. Those four weeks made Sammy a woman. Yeah, And he's still sure. in boy town over here being like, can I touch the butt? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, that's, like, that's, like, a point, like, I mean, that just goes to show you yeah. clearly – I mean, he's going tantrum mode. You know what I mean? Like he's going yeah, literal five year old. I didn't get like. the boy I wanted. Like just imagine like a, a 17, 18 year old guy just throwing a tantrum like a child because things aren't going his way, and that, that just is kind of like, whoa, like, yeah, what is happening right now? Because I thought you were better than this, you know. But yeah. that was my mistake for thinking that someone a year younger would be at my maturity level. Me being so experienced in life. Um, but yeah, anyway, you'd seen it. You'd seen it. You'd seen a good bit of the world already, and yeah. um, I just don't. I, I mean, and I, I'll even be. I mean, I'm a cross country runner too, and I'll go on record saying, I think cross country runners are way too innocent for a lot of things in life. They're very think, type A. Yeah, they, yeah, they <laughs> are very type. Well, <laughs> they're either very type A or they're very type B, but still have like type A's mindset, yeah. not mindset, but type A's like um innocence or you're either really innocent or you're the exact opposite you yeah know? yeah like exactly. it's just, just there's two types and you, you know you either try really hard or you don't try at all especially with cross country in high school yeah. oh my god anyone will do it <coughs> but i mean yeah i feel like cross country runners have this sort of innocence that ruins their perspective their you know their sort of perspective on a lot of things in life i mean yeah, i've seen very few Cross country, cross country relationships that really work, and I know I'm coming from some, I'm in a six year one, but but I I'm see I really don't think they like work well. You need someone that shows you a new part of life. Yeah, I guess you're in one too. I I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but, no, but it's I, fine. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I, but I'd say you and you and Garrett are both non traditional runners. Yeah, um, we both have very different, um, I guess, um, views about running. Um, he like is like longer distance and me, I'm a mid distance runner, so I don't have as much mileage. I am very quick on my feet. Um, and I love just running fast. And then Garrett, he's good at running fast, but for a long time. And I'm the opposite. (laughs) I can't, I can run fast for two laps. Yeah. Maybe four if I'm having a really good day or a really bad day. It just depends. But anyway. And I'd, I'd just like to, um, going back to sort of Bob's real problem. I think the the main thing he fell victim to is sort of that lust of the love. Like, I don't think Not people really around. think about it like this a lot. 
but I, I, I think that love can be considered a type of drug. You know, yes. you take too much of it and you overdose on those feelings that you that you really love having. You overdose on those things about love that you like crave. Mm. And then, it, you know, you get inanimate about it. You, if you can't have it, you can't have that type of love that you you fell in love with, you know, not even with the person you love, but fell in, with, fell in love with that love that they gave you, that time, that energy. You're going to go crazy trying to get it. and It's going to make you, it's going to ruin everything. Yeah. You know, like that's that type. It's I think love is one of those types. It's not a beginner drug. No, love isn't. Love is one of those drugs that if you you don't take care of it, you abuse it. It's going to ruin you. Um, For sure. And it's it's scary. I mean, it's I mean, it, it really it, it can change your whole perspective. I yeah. mean, I mean, I'm sure Bob's a, a decent guy, but I mean, he he took that he took that drug love and was like, I'm running with it now. Like I, you know what? he Whatever he felt in that summer. Um, he he kept he, chasing, he kept chasing that, and 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 soon maybe he even forgot that, like why he felt like that because he was yeah. happy because he's he just so worried about fighting with me all the time and getting his way. Yeah, that he kind of just forgot like what we had like over the summer. Like it, it it changes when one of us moves on in life, and there's like there's nothing you can do about it except like make me transfer somewhere closer. But yeah. I got to a point where I didn't want to do that. Um, but I had come forward about the physical abuse with Garrett at one point, and he told me, he's like, you need to get out of this relationship, and this is, like, messing you up to a point where, like, your just outlook on life daily is just so upsetting to watch. Yeah. You basically, your face does not change. You're sad all the time, and you can't hide it anymore. And no, it's, yeah. It's pathetic. It, and it was not, I mean, I don't want to say obvious. It's not like you were, it's not like I would, I mean, if it was obvious, so obvious, I would like come up to you and be like, hey, Sammy, let's go fix that makeup. Or like <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, like obviously in the sense of like, I mean, you're a happy person. Like, yeah, I mean, you, I try to be happy you might have a nice resting bee face and you might have <laughs> the, you might have the composure of a 60 year old woman, but, <laughs> but you are a very positive person. Like you, yeah. keep, you keep other people uplifted. You know, you've sure. got a really good, bright light, um, mm -hmm. and people want to follow that. And those yeah. were definitely days where your light was going out almost, you know, yeah. where you just weren't yourself in, at all, you know? Yeah, and um, I guess after, like, Garrett saying, like, like, this is abuse and stuff, he actually opened up about something super personal with his life, and, like, you and I both know him, like, very well. Yeah, not like, that guy either. He doesn't do that. <laughs> and so I'm like, does this kid have a crush on me? Does he feel some sort of way towards me? Like, why is he, like, oh, getting he all personal? It. And why is he, like, so persistent about yeah. me leaving this situation? <laughs> and then, like, one thing led to another, and eventually he just came forward about, like, he uh, he called me. I had been at home visiting Bob, <laughs> and Garrett calls me late at night, and I guess he's just in his thoughts, and... I'm he was more than his thoughts. I mean, he yeah. was out in the street. Like I came with them. Like we like He's we like so walked upset. all the way yeah. to like the baseball fields even to make that call. And I was just like, "Hey, bro. Like 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 I mean, we're ready to go. Like we're ready to do like sw SEAL Team 6 rescue kind of thing, <laughs> kind of thing." Didn't but at the same time, I was like trying to calm down like, you know, if 
if we do roll up and you know nothing bad is happening, we look like the weirdos. You know, yeah. we look like yeah. we look like the guys that drove <laughs> drove an hour for nothing, like yeah. kind of for no reason. But uh, but, but yeah, so it's kind of trying to keep him calm. But I could tell. I mean, I mean, he's one of the, gets one of those people that um can be real unaffected by love. But he he's one of those people I think subconsciously um is in that category of love at first sight. And you were oh, definitely yeah. one of those people that, I mean, I think the first day he met you, I think he told me, I really like Sammy and I have a big <laughs> crush on it. I'm not even kidding. I think the very first day he met you, and it, it was only, I think, like a minute or, no, it was a night. He came over the night. But I remember yeah, him I being like. Yeah, I for a while. Yeah, I remember him being, uh, um, being like, just immediately after you left, like, I really like Sammy. <laughs> um, I, get, I, get, I feel good saying that now because it's like, I mean, he won, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. Um. Yeah, he eventually like came forward about his feelings for me, and then I'm like, oh crap, like I'm not gonna. Say <laughs> that I don't feel the same way because I do, but I'm still with Bob, and it's just a lot of the right feelings, but I don't know what to do. And then Garrett's basically like, you know what you need to do, but like just know I'm not pressuring you into getting into a relationship. Like, like this is like just me telling you how I feel, and. Yeah. I respected that, and it made me like fall for him a lot more because yeah, I he guess wasn't pushing I you into it. yeah I hadn't like gotten that kind of respect in such a long time. I kind of almost forgotten what it was like. Yeah, and so um, after Garrett had told me his feelings about uh, me, I took time to get I guess like gather my thoughts, and I'm just like I could either stay with Bob, stay in this abusive situation or see things see where things go with Garrett um maybe things will end up good or yeah. maybe it'll end up like how I am currently I don't know I feel like the any classic try to try to fix the sinking ship or yeah. jump onto the new raft yeah it's <laughs> like this could either end really well or really bad yeah um so I guess I'll give Garrett a shot and I like that I like that yeah I was like what like what could Go wrong. Yeah, what could, yeah. What could be worse? You know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I had seen it all at this point. I mean, and now with you guys, you guys have been dating for, I want to say, year. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely over a year. Like, year and a half. Almost maybe? a year and a half. Oh wait, your guys' one year was actually sort of recently. It was back in November. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to like do math. Beginning but, uh, of November. Um, yeah. last. Was semester. last semester. So it's like. Yeah. We're getting to that point where it's almost a year. Yeah. I think like two months. I'm, I'm not good at math either. But uh, anyway, so I built up the courage to get Bob to come up to Piedmont. We went to Helen. He could tell something was on my mind. He tried to get it out of me. I just like made up some crap. I'm like, oh, I'm just he worried, it, just worried about my family. Like, I'm just a little homesick. I mean, you know when – I'm just going to say it now. You know, and I – I mean – um, you can say if it's true from the female perspective, but if I think from the guy's perspective, I think nine out of ten times, unless it's really coming out of nowhere, like you're having a great day with your girl, and she's like, oh, let's break up. <laughs> yeah. I think nine out of ten times, like the air is different. You can oh, smell. Sure. You can smell. Because I feel like I think females give off a lot more a lot more of what they're feeling and thinking visually. Um, oh, you know, it's yeah, hard, I especially something that. like that. It's hard to hide that, you're like, I've got, I've got a bomb to drop. But... But yeah. even if you're playing it as cool as you can, it's really, I feel like you can smell it a little. You can smell it coming. Yeah. So we went to Helen. 
we were there for almost the whole day. We came back campus. And were you guys having fun? Like, where did you? Because you knew at this point. Were you like, let's have a, uh, let me know. give them one last fun day together, and then just say peace. I really can't remember what we did that day. Like, I really, for the life of me, can't remember. I remember at one point we were at this park and looking at, um part of the river that's there and i was just mm. sitting on rocks and then that's when he was like what's wrong with you why are you so upset and i'm just like oh just homesick <laughs> whatever um and then uh we um that's uh, that would have caught me off guard because i'd be <gasps> like what i was the one that came up here <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly i would have been a little suspect but. so we got back to campus and then we we're just like sitting in his car at this point it's like nine o'clock at night whatever um Sammy C. We're ready to check in. We're talking, and I'm like, you know what? I've been doing a lot of thinking about a relationship, and it's just, it's not what it used to be. And you have a lot of manipulative and abusive qualities. And I'm not going to act like I don't have um, a little bit of some toxic traits either. You know, mm -hmm. I would stay out late and like try to avoid talking to Bob because I just wanted to avoid arguments. That wasn't the best way to handle the situation. Um, but yeah, I was just up front and I was just like, I don't think this is working out. I really don't. And I I can't keep giving up so much of my time for you when yeah. we're just going to fight all the time. And you can't change me moving on in life. You can't. And you keep trying to and it's just not working. It's affecting my grades. It's affecting my friendships with like so many people around me and I can't keep doing this. And oh my goodness. For like Three hours, I want to say three to four hours, this was just back and forth, back and forth. Like, me being reasonable, trying to, like, listen and communicate. And he's just, just, just imagine a baby. <laughs> just crying, 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 crying child. Oh, and then you're trying to talk to the crying child. Oh, no. And trying to console them. Oh, he's like, but it's not is working. Is it like a breakdown? Like, he's really It's a shambles. breakdown, but, like, he was getting physical. Like, oh. he was throwing a temper tantrum. And then... It got to a point where he locked all his car doors. I was about to go inside my dorm and go hang out with my roommate. He locked all the doors for like an hour. Oh, I'd be busting on He would not let me out of the car unless if I took back everything I said, <laughs> basically. What does is, what is he hope to gain from that? Honestly, if, I'd be, if I was you, I'd be like, you know what? You're right. And, yeah. then, and then hug him, unlock the door, punch in the face run out that's Peace what i tried back together <laughs> that's what i tried to do but i guess hugging i guess i was kind of like oh my gosh i really can't do this i'm <laughs> shaking i'm like so like upset and like scared yeah and i had been breaking down too like it wasn't just him no yeah, i was just breaking down because i was frustrated that he was not understanding that he wasn't willing to um understand my my side of the story yeah and he walks me back to my dorm i'm like so dehydrated i look like i'm about to pass out and garrett i look at my phone i had it on mute garrett blew up my phone because he was just so like worried like he's like what's wrong like why are you answering me did i do something um like are you with oh, bob you never get to see that from garrett like <laughs> what's going on like are you i just need to know like are you okay like what's 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 up yeah and my roommate leanne had texted me as well and she's just like Hey, I haven't seen you for a while. Uh, this is when you and Leanne were still like semi homies, which I love. Yeah, lo like we weren't that close. Like yeah. we were close, but um, we weren't super close yeah. yet. And 
she was just kind of like, um, weird <laughs> question. Uh, where are you? <laughs> you know, just out of curiosity. Hey, I uh, blew up the bathroom. Just making sure you're not going to be back <laughs> yeah. for an hour or two. Yeah, that, that's kind of how it was like. <laughs> and then as soon as Bob leaves, Bob is just so, like, shaken up about the whole thing. His parents actually had to come get him. His parents. And, and he his car was there, too. Yeah, so his mom drove his car. And then oh my God, they made Bob get in the car with his stepdad, and they drove separately back. Back. Oh, that's to weird. Peter. I drive with my mom in my car. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Sorry, no. And, um. But I. And then wow. I answered Garrett, and I'm like, I'm fine. Um, breakup didn't go so well. It, yeah, it was a full mess. He he handled that a zero out of ten. Oh I mean, gosh. no. You're talking yeah, about exactly. And I and I think the biggest takeaway from this story too. Well, no, the biggest takeaway is that I'm so unbelievably proud of you for being able to recognize and being able to recognize your position in life, like your little speck on this earth, like being able to recognize where you were in that point in time and being able to exactly. recognize what you needed. Yeah. Giving yourself that and being okay with your decision, being honest too, um, not only with the people in your life but with yourself. And I just think I just think you were the MVP of all of this. I mean, you really. I tried my best. Yeah, you. Re- I mean, you you just you handled it with class. Yeah. And and I think the uh, second biggest takeaway is the amount of times that Bob had windows to not save himself, but end it with some class. You know yeah. what I mean? Like For class sure. Or maybe save it. You know what I mean? I mean, who knows? If he flipped on a dime and just became boyfriend of the year, I mean, maybe. You know yeah. what I mean? Like For sure. Or maybe save it. You know what I mean? I mean, who knows? If he flipped on a diamond and just became boyfriend of the year, I mean, this maybe wouldn't have saved it because you'd already lost so so much. I mean, there's only so many times you can see your boyfriend cry. Before. And I, this is coming from a guy that's cried yeah. several times. This it wasn't like just like a good cry. It was always like a bad, like, yeah, like a disgusting, like a tantrum cry. And I yeah. think hated it. You can't um, cry at your spouse. You can exactly. cry with your spouse exactly. or, or to your spouse. Imagine if he had like, been like, I understand. Shake his hand and be like, thank you for your time. You can be like, hug, hug. And then like, you know, like, you know, that's some class. That's some class. That's some class. You'd be, you'd be thinking about that. You'd be like, you know what? Maybe I'll give you some time. And probably not text him again, but you'd be like, you know what? Maybe he has some dignity. He would, yeah, exactly. He would give you something to think about. But yeah, just, and it's, it's not that he didn't end it with class. Not only that, it's that he just went the exact. He just kept igniting the same fire, burning this relationship from ashes to nothing to tantrum to fire. You put it in. It's just yeah. that's that's what's appalling to me. And becoming like and and as someone and uh, you put it so beautifully that he was so never new to all this. He's so new to. This kind of relationship, so new to, I mean, I'm sure distance was not, I mean, I'm sure it's never going to be one of his specialties, no. um, but he not. developed worse tendencies as it went on. He didn't develop better dating techniques, he didn't develop, like, how to be a better person to coexist, you know? Mm-hmm. He developed worse tendencies, he developed toxic tendencies of, of being perpetu- perpetually paranoid, um, you know, tendencies of 
borderline overwhelming stalker in it, you know, stalking. Um, and it's just, that's really sad. A lot of that story bums me out, but what overall makes me happy about the story is that you found, you know, you found what some would call the business true love. And you also, you also found, you know, you found sort of like a way, a way out of what could have been, what could have been very bad. Imagine if he had, you know, one of those checks that lured you. Or not lured, but like one of those manipulative checks that would have swayed you or something. And you reverted back to like this, this high school relationship. You fell into all of that. You know, you were going to his house every weekend. Just like that, going to everything, every event, you know. Yeah. It was just making things worse, honestly. Seeing Bob all the time. I mean, I would have never seen you again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been actually horrible. Hear that uplifting ending. I'll give you a story. Let's give it a minute here. This is by far the longest episode, but by far my favorite episode so far. Um, because as with most stories, and every story on this podcast so far, we have happy endings here. Give me that ending. Give me that story, that fairy tale ending. So, um, Garrett pretty much ended up being like, I guess my knight in shiny armor. Oh, yeah, he pulled up on the Cheesy as that is to say. He. Came to my dorm and he was like, I'm here, like, please come outside. I just, I, I need to, like, know. Like, are you okay? I don't think you are. And I want to make sure that, like, we leave this to go and you're in a good spot. Because I had told him that, um, breakup didn't really go as well as I had hoped. Because once, once Bob left, like, I was told him I was out. zero to ten. Like, you were, that was, I can't get. You were the break-upper, yeah. and you were scared. You know, that's yeah. not good. I, I told him, I was like, I cannot move past yeah. the fact how physical you were being towards me and how you basically trapped me in your car. Like, that is yeah. psychotic. Yeah. And then we just kind of ended things there. What's up? Um, Garrett came to my storm, yeah. and then he was like, what's up? I was just in <laughs> tears. So dehydrated, pretty much out of it, but still crying. And I told him, and saying, I'm like crying. I'm just so sorry. Like, I'm just that you have to be in this position you're in. Like, so in love with me, and just me being in love with you. But I am just, I had at a really low point, and I'm so drained. And like, I was just, I had cried so many tears that night that, like, I literally couldn't lift my head up. I was, I looked like I just wanted even to sleep. I looked so exhausted. And he don't help. He, he told me he's like, I never want to see you like that. Never. Even if me and I don't want to, I don't want to see you like that. That's so bad. And you are such a good person, and you don't deserve that. No, yeah, those weren't your tears to cry. That's what. That's what I. I mean, it it gives me shivers. Like hearing it, because like I mean, it's so true. The the hardest tears to cry are the ones that you don't so much to lose, you know. And you didn't ever lose a single tear that night, and yet just the, this this guy that had taken so much from you at this point, he just had to get one more in. And you were trying to just giving that awful feeling to you. I mean, he put that energy into you um, back as you were trying to get rid of it, you know. And there's only I mean, props to you and Jake. There's so much respect for yeah. it. I mean, that, that's so many days like that. There's only there's only so many good days that eclipse mm-hmm. months of bad days. You know, there's only so many days like that, and everyone is everyone is special. Yeah, once things ended, 
with Bob and I, like, the space and, like, for sure, things were done. Mm. Um, everything I had lost. Garrett kind of gave me a little bit of space and time for me to recollect myself, my dignity, everything I had lost in that moment because Bob had caught me so hard with the way he took things. And um, started spending then, you know, like, she started going on dates and stuff, and, you know, we started spending more time together, and, um, more than we already had, and, like, we eventually um, started dating, like, and it was, I guess, like, a cheesy, like, yeah, I think that's my favorite type time going out your guys' relationship, is because you guys were so coy about you guys are so coy about um, going about like hanging out um, at the beginning because you, you guys were already some, like you guys were already good friends like you enjoyed each other's company like you didn't want to like cross that line where you yeah. like, hopped in too early so you both like were like hungry like sure I guess I could hang out you know, I guess I'm not doing anything when you're like yeah. I guess I guess I'm hungry just at eating your table. yeah no. It's just was so cute, you know, like, like you both deserved that. You both deserved that, especially that year, too. I mean, you both deserved that. I had finally gotten to a place where I felt was happy, like, mm-hmm. genuinely happy. I felt, like, walking into Ipswich, I was in a completely different person. And yeah. I would leave in a thousand times better mood as time went on and as Garrett and I grew closer. And the more time I got to spend, like, with you guys, like, you guys are my family. We had so many you guys, amazing nights. Why you guys are the reason why I, like, leave Piedmont. You guys are the reason like, why I actually enjoy it here. And, like, why I, like, wake up every day and, like, I'm just, like, in such a, like, this is life. And I'm, like, in such a good mood. Yeah. Um, and, like ready I to take on these challenges that it brings because yeah. it, I mean it, it, if it you know as long as it's giving you the challenge that at least can give you the weapons to you know defeat those challenges and I feel like Piedmont if it, if it gives you anything I've said this last time but uh, Piedmont gives you anything is that that family it's there to find oh yeah just even a small campus that you're bound to just end up having that like click that you're with all like the time. your people they yeah. become your family even if you don't tell them that they're your family it's it all worked out for everyone in a sense yeah, well. that's very tale right there um, all right we're gonna wrap it up with uh this final question um how do you think so let's just kind of piece this together um and kind of, I'll wrap it up with this. Um, how does that? How do you think? You know, that was right at the beginning, right at the entrance to your college life. What? How does that make you feel? You know, as you really, did it? Did it impact you? Do you think it made you stronger? Made you realize all the? Because I mean, your second semester was also really impactful for finding out a lot of the ends about yourself. I mean, I think your whole freshman year, that definitely was the low point. But you know, how do you think that impacted all that growth you had by the end of it? I definitely think, uh, looking back at the whole thing with Bob and getting into a new relationship with Garrett, it definitely made me relight the candle, I guess, and myself. A lot of 
things I had forgotten about myself that I loved, I had let go of with the whole thing going on with Bob. And then Garrett would be like, you're such like a good drummer. Like, why aren't you like an art major or something? Like, what's up with that? Or he would say things like, you know, you don't seem so passionate about running, but you were so fast back then. He would just ask all the questions that would make me reflect and be like, you know, maybe I will be an major. Maybe I will like take running seriously. Maybe yeah. like I'll look at the whole thing with Bob as maybe not such a negative thing, but as because it was a negative situation, but also it in in the end had a positive outcome because it made me realize like, like those situations aren't forever, and also that you know I'm stronger now because of it. I love that. Garrett's totally one of those people that he's one of those guys that. Without, without question, we'll get everything he needs to get done in a timely manner. Uh, he's just there. He's one of those guys that knows exactly what he's got to do 24-7. So he's one of those guys that can also give off that energy. Like, you know, you can get all your stuff done, you know. Like, and, you, and you believe it, too. He gives you that faith. Sometimes, like, he's doing it. I can do it. And, and Garrett, Garrett's one of those people that will still fill his friends with encouragement. And sometimes by example. Um, it's not even by words. You know, by example. He'll fill you with that kind of, you know, like, why am I not doing this? I love this. Why am I, why am I not doing anything? Uh, or sorry, why am I not getting what I need to get done? Done. And he's filled me with that kind of courage at times. And uh, he is my, he was my roommate. You know, my freshman year has been for all four years. And it's very cool. You know, I'm happy to call my brother and so on. It's like I'm happy to call you like a sister. Um, and yeah, exactly. It's just very cool. I love that I've been. Um, Almost like, almost like front row seat to this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I watched the whole movie. I watched all three acts, and I love it. I love it. You want to shout? Um, just another great story here on Happy Thoughts. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Sammy, thank you for coming on. Um, anything you want to shout out? You can. Garrett's gonna give you ten seconds. Anything you want to shout out? Spotify. Garrett's got a podcast out too. It's on. Uh, Spotify, kind of anywhere you listen to podcasts, it is called Downtown Discoveries. You can look it up and check it out. We're going to throw it to Sammy's favorite song. This is Heat Waves by Glass Angels. Enjoy.
guys thanks for listening i hope you had a good time until next time there's everything happens for a reason yes everything 